Hi, welcome to Joy Score, offering tips and tools in health, fitness, and mindfulness. I am Ellie Lund, and I have the pleasure of being your host. This podcast is very dear to my heart. I would like to begin with a story for this one. About 20 years ago, I ran into a friend and Reiki master in New Orleans who was sharing healing and peaceful energy with his mother who suffered from cancer. I was amazed at the heat emanating from his hands, the use of the pendulums that would swiftly twirl before my eyes, his healing stories of compassion and hospice work. Mystified by Reiki, I began researching the topic and recently found a Reiki master and hospice angel who practices in Southern California. After participating in a Reiki healing workshop as well as Reiki sessions, I wanted to share her work with you. She offers insights into this intuitive energy work that taps into joy, wellness, and release from fear and stress. Her name is Kathy Brooke Wong. If you happen to call her, you might hear a message that she's off spreading joy and love. That is exactly what she does. Kathy has been very busy designing workshops that bring a deep sense of connection with self and universal love energy. Her meditations and visualizations have a subtle yet powerful effect on the participant that is imbued with loving, healing, and intelligent universal energy. I hope that this podcast inspires you to connect with Reiki and the innate gift of peaceful healing energy within our grasp. If you're interested in finding out more about Reiki, check out the show notes. And now for Kathy Brooke Wong. I've had the honor of actually having Kathy work with me uh, for Reiki healing. And I just really, really authentically and sincerely appreciate her work and just wanted to share it with our listeners. Welcome, Kathy. Hi, I am so excited. I'm smiling throughout my whole body. I'm so excited about this. Um, I want to share today with you. Thank you so much. The honor is mine. Thank you for being here. So we're going to start off sharing with our listeners a little bit about your history with healing as a Reiki master. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, I'd be happy to. Again, thank you for this opportunity to share. Um, well, I've, I've always known that I was a healer somehow. You know, I was a very empathic child and um, a very joyful child and just, you know, want to love on everybody. And, um, and as, as I journeyed through, uh, you know, through life and, and into my adult life, though, um, I, I wanted to heal some past family traumas and, and clear away some inherited kind of energetic baggage uh, for myself and, and ancestors and my children and future generations. So um, I've done a lot of healing around um, my birth family and ancestors to family constellations from a very powerful healer. Called, um, her name is Ellie Benfati. And then along this journey, I also wanted to um, kind of understand how to use my innate, innate kind of healing energies and, and kind of know where that energy comes from and, you know, develop it. So, so uh, Reiki was something I was very curious about. 
And then about two and a half years ago at a sound full healing and Reiki event in Orange County, I met my Reiki master and mentor, Prakash Namkur. And, you know, I just knew that it was a perfect match. And after that session, I went up to her and I said, I'd love to um, learn Reiki. So a few weeks later, um, I started my journey to become a Reiki master. And I started my healing with a level one and level two. There's four levels. Well, there's three levels um, that the last level can be divided into two parts. But in Usui Reiki Yoho and Usui Tibetan lineages with her, and then I completed um, training and attunements in Kundalini Reiki with my master, Carrie Draper in Huntington Beach, and became a master in that lineage. And then right before COVID, I was able to do finish my training in, a, um, in, in advanced level of Usui Reiki Dioho and Usui Tibetan. And then I had a beautiful uh, experience of, of doing my attunements and my training for the master in those two levels during COVID. And, and so I'm just a, a firm believer in this power, uh, the power of um, Reiki and distance healing through my own experience through this time. So that's kind of how I got to where I am uh, along my journey. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. I was curious yeah. if you could tell us a little bit about how you use the energy um, to heal other people and tap to, in order for them to tap into peace and joy. How do you use mm. that energy? Sure. Yeah. You know, peace and joy are just, you know, some of the um, kind of the, the benefits and the feelings and the, um, the, the emotions and the freedom that people are able to experience through Reiki. Um, I just like to start, you know, to tell uh, our listeners what Reiki is so they kind of understand it a little bit more. That sounds great. Uh, yeah. So Reiki is, is a sacred Japanese healing art form. And the, it's for the purposes of deep relaxation and wellness. And the word Reiki is Japanese. And it, it's, it's, it's made up of Rei and Ki, which means the universal life force energy. So it's this beautiful cosmic life force energy that flows through all things, uh, through and around all things. And it's a beautiful balancing and intelligent and harmonizing energy that uh, works that you know heals on physical emotional and mental and spiritual levels it's a very subtle and effective energy art form there's there's a lot of um you know energy uh, ways of sharing energy but for me as a practitioner um it's a it's it's a beautiful way to bring this energy in i just feel like i'm a vessel to connect with um you know, it's just pure love. Um, some people may call this energy spirit or, you know, God or, um, you know, source. Or, but it, it, it's beautiful to be able to bring it in as a vessel and then direct it and guide it to, um, you know, share it with others, uh, share it with, other, with people. But what's really beautiful too, <laughs> Ellie, is that it can be shared with animals, um, plants, um, you know, situations. And so to get back to your question about, you know, how do I help people tap into peace? This, um, this energy is shared um, through, it could be through, you know, hands-on um, 
Uh, it, it can also be shared distantly, but I could talk about that later. But um, it's sort of this healing energy that, you know, enters and moves through a person's body, can move, um, move energy, um, it can balance chakras. So uh, we could talk about, you know, chakras. Um, so it's balanced and moving that energy and, and it brings this healing to wherever it's needed. And so it's this very intelligent kind of energy that knows where to go. And, you know, just imagine being filled with love, <laughs> you know, feeling warm, feeling that hug. I often share this work distantly. And, you know, I just tell people, you know, imagine just a warm, warm hug. And so who wouldn't feel more peaceful or joyful to receive love? And it's just beautiful, delicious energy. Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I'm so grateful to be a recipient of it. Well. Yeah. So I can attest to everything that you're saying. I was wondering, um, you know, in my readings of Reiki, I've, I've read that, um, that we also can tap into this energy ourselves to heal ourselves. Can you talk a little bit about that? How oh, yeah. Reiki can um, help us tap into our own ability to heal ourselves? Sure. Yes. Um, well, as I said, you know, Reiki is just source energy and emanates divine love. And whether or not you're a, a practitioner and have been attuned or um, uh, share, you know, it's sort of been ignited through um, a practice or a, uh, it's hard to explain, but uh, attunement is when, when this Reiki is shared. And then um, as we go through our different levels, we um, we have certain symbolic sim symbols and energetic symbols that are, are we we bring into us and it helps us turn it on you know mm -hmm. stronger. But what I like to say is whether or not a person is a, a Reiki practitioner, we are all healers and we can mm -hmm. all tap into this source energy to help ourselves and send love to ourselves. Um, you know we I. Often on my Reiki circles, I, I, have, I have the participants, uh, I guide them through a self-Reiki a self -Reiki exercise. Mm. And I have them, you know, rub their hands together to feel the, you know, heat between their hands. They, that's, that's Reiki, that's energy. And, mm. you know, have them kind of, you know, experience, you know, playing around. What's, is, there, is there warmth? Is there sensations? Is there pulsing? And I, and I, you know, I ask them to put their hands out or just imagine a ball of energy, mm -hmm. you know, in each of the hands or between the hands. And then, you know, I just ask them to, you know, send this, put, put their hands on their heart. We start in our heart centers to open mm -hmm. up our hearts. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we give ourselves, you know, a Reiki bath. So it's just that with that focus and, um, you know, just like a kind of a meditation and just knowing we all have that chance to, you know, ignite or access this beautiful, loving energy and direct it wherever, wherever we need it. You know, we are very intuitive people and we kind of go in and really quiet ourselves. We know, you know, we, we, we hit, we hit our, you know, foot or, you know, our knee or, or something. We bang ourselves and we automatically put our hands there, don't we? I love mm. it and love on it. Mm. So that's what kind of sharing Reiki with ourselves is. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I, I'm hearing you say that you walk your uh, members and the people who participate in the healing circle through these uh, visualizations of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, I also noticed um, as someone who has practiced with you or was a member of the Reiki healing circle that you always begin with an intention. Can mm. you tell us about the power of intention in setting forth our healing? Sure, I'd love to. I'd love to. Yes, I do share in the Reiki circles and with my students. You know, Reiki is, is bringing this magnificent healing energy into our bodies and sending it to, you know, wherever we are. And um, I believe we're co-creating with the spirit. Um, we're, and, and setting that intention really helps us direct, our, direct ourselves to, you know, direct where we want the energy to go. Um, you know, for practitioner, we, we set intentions for how we're sharing. Um, it's that, it's that mindfulness, it's the directing, it, 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 it directs it, makes it more powerful, it ignites it more. And I think for the recipient of Reiki, you know, I ask, I ask people to, you know, set this intention for your Reiki healing session, for example. And I ask them to, I ask them, would you like to, is it, is an intention more clarity or balance or, you know, working through grief or um, taking away pain. And as I believe as soon as they set that intention, they express it to me, you know, it's, it's already activating, preparing it for, say, this Reiki session that we're going to have. And then I ask them to declare it again. It's focusing on what, you know, what do they, what do they really want? And um, if, 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 it's, you know, and trusting that it's, it's on its way and it's going to be, ha- you know, coming our way. And so it, they restate their intentions. I know what it is. They know what it is. And so during that the healing session we have with them, you know, it's, um, I think with our, our, our faith and our beliefs and our focus, it, it, healing does work. Healing, it's, it's stronger, I think. The energy is stronger. So it's the focusing on what we want brings in more of what we want. Mm. That's an incredible, um, it's almost, what I hear you say, it's almost like a divine trust. Oh, girl. Right? (laughs) Divine trust that you're placing in connection with the divine, the universe, the cosmos, or whatever, um, however you want to call that Mm -hmm. power that's greater than us. So, you mentioned the word ignite a lot in the last uh, couple of minutes. Ah. I was wondering if you could tell me or explain how Reiki works with the three main energy centers or um, the chakras. Oh, I'd love to. Sure. Um, and I said the word ignite, right? <laughs> yes. You said, yeah. Go on, you go know, what is, what is really beautiful about Reiki again? It's just bringing in the energy. It's, it's in the intention, the heartfelt intention, and the trust it's working. But um, yes, Reiki has um, the energy um, symbols, energetic symbols, and they're, they are connected to um, what, what some people may call chakras and what in the, in the Reiki world we call diamonds. And so I know that yogis and energy healers talk about chakras and you know, sometimes there's seven or eight or 12 or whatever. But uh, what I was learned, well, excuse me, what I was taught 
in my, you know, the lineages that traditionally Reiki practitioners focus on three energy centers and we, and we call them the three diamonds. And so the, the Reiki's founder, Mikao Usui, taught his students about this, like say, energetic anatomy through the concept of diamonds. And so the diamonds, each one represents like um, in Buddhism self, and it's believed that these diamonds, well, they need to be polished by replenishing the body with ki or chi or this energy through practice. And so the goal is to link these three. I, I'll tell you in just a moment kind of where they are for our listeners to kind of try to imagine that. But um, the goal is to link these three men, main energetic channels of energy to achieve like unity and balance. So through these diamonds, although these, these centers are, have unique locations, this energy that we bring through our body um, kind of is not restricted to these points. And this energy is kind of permeate, permeate everywhere in the body. But just real briefly, yeah, there are, so we, again, in the tradition of Reiki, there's, there's the three centers. And the first one is called the um, earthly center, earthly key. Key means like a center of energy. And so that's the primary energy center of the body. And that one is, is located just below our navel. So kind of in our belly area. And so when we, uh, when we place our hands, like even during this interview, Ellie, you know, if you just place your hands in that area, and breathe in and out, you are um, balancing and grounding yourself. So that center is related to say groundedness. It's, and I believe this is where our true nature resides and, and, and we can kind of connect with the earth and it, we are able to kind of think more clearly or understand our true nature or, so that's just a beautiful ground, grounding place. And there's something called a hara, hara breath or hara is, it's kind of another name for this area. And sometimes I just um, personally, I tell you know, people I work with, if we could just put our hands in that area and just breathe in. Imagine we're breathing like healing energy just through our, our navel or that area and breathe it in and move it around our body and breathe out. It's, it's very calming. Are you doing that right now? Yes, yeah. <laughs> can you tell? <laughs> Yes, I can hear you breathing. So it's just like a very calming and grounding. So that's really beautiful. And there is a, a, a Reiki symbol that connects to that. And that is the, called, a, it's a power symbol. And that's a very grounding, united, you know, powerful symbol. And then a second area or diamond is called the heavenly key. Um, again, energy center where the energy is heavenly. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> Think I about heavenly. So, um, and that's in the, in the head, and it's associated with both the, like the third eye and the crown. So it's kind of related to, you know, the, the third eye chakra and the crown chakra in other practices. And so this is the energy that's connected to spirit and helps us to like still our busy minds and open our intuition. And so, you know, if we just put our hands like, you know, between our eyes, and we just hold it there, even just for a moment. And we breathe in this beautiful, um, you know, healing energy, this light energy, this heavenly energy, then 
oh, I just, our minds get quieter, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and we go in. And so, and then this, this area um, is, is a, a, a energetic symbol and that's known as the harmony symbol. And that symbol, it means, in, um, it's seiheiki is how you say it in Japanese, but in, um, in English, we would, it, it means God and man become one. Oh, wow. Whoa. And yeah, and it brings the, kind of the brain and the body together, joining at the heart and promoting harmony. So that's just, you know, delicious kind of place um, where we can bring kind of more like heavenly energy. And then the third one, which is, is my favorite, although I love them all, is called the heart key. And that's, you know, in the heart center area. And that's associated with emotions. And so this is the bridge between the earth, like that earth key is the earth, the groundedness, and then the heaven, the, you know, the heavenly realm, the spiritual realm, you know, and where do they, where do they join? They merge right there mm-hmm. in um, the heart area. Um, creating, you know, this balance of mind and body. And when we do that, we become more radiant. It's believed that we, well, I believe too, that we become more uh, radiant and shiny and, you know, harmful emotions such as fear and pain and resentment and stress and anger can be resolved and we can become more compassionate, loving and, and, and peaceful. Yes. And so we also have a symbol, energetic symbol, that is related to that, um, that center as well. And that's called Ho Shaze Shonen, and that's a, a, a distance Reiki symbol. So isn't this amazing? Yeah. I was wondering mm-hmm. uh, if you could please tell us from your experience healing others and working as a hospice angel, what are mm. some of the things that people come away with after experiencing a Reiki session. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I would love to. Yes. Um, you know, every time I, I share Reiki, it is, um, it is such such an honor. Um, it's such an honor. Um, yes. Um, you know, people, people, even people have never heard of Reiki, but they've heard through a friend that, you know, who's experienced it. Um, you know, they'll say, well, I don't know exactly what it is, but I, I know my wife, you know, had pain, let's say had experienced shoulder pain. And, and then she said that after the Reiki session, you know, she was, was free of that pain. Like she didn't experience as much or she slept better. And she just said, you know, your intuitive messages, which I haven't talked about yet, but, you know, some Reiki, Reiki practitioners also, it, it, um, bring out intuitive messages through this focusing and harmonizing and, um, you know, connecting with a, a person. And, um, you know, so someone who had heard from a wife or a friend, you know, they felt so much better. They'll, they'll call me up and they'll say, um, you know, I'm feeling really stressed out or I'm depressed or, you know, I've worked with people who are, who are, who are grieving the loss of a loved one, a tragic, you know, departure of their loved one. And, you know, I, I just hold the space for them. And um, we, we share this wonderful, compassionate, loving energy. And Ellie, it is just so beautiful to hear that through this um, loving energy and, the, and then sharing this space with them and, and the focusing love on them, 
Ellie, when they, when a, a breathing woman, you know, can smile, smile, and she has a, li a lighter countenance, and, you know, she just feels more peaceful, and then she reports later that she, um, you know, had a better day, and then she's told her, you know, parents about this, and, and she, you know, it is, it's really transformative and life-changing just for her and for me to share that, you know, kind of Reiki healing session. Um, you know, people who are depressed and, and they just feel more hopeful or they feel, you know, more balanced or they, they feel more love for themselves. Just, just some of the, you know, things that people seek Reiki for and some of the, the changes the, the immediate changes within an hour, um, energetically in, in their mind and body and soul, it can happen through Reiki. And peace mm. and ease. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to um, talk a little bit about that. Um, yes. Last? And, yes. And Ellie, may I, may I share a little bit about like what distance Reiki is? Yes. And, and, you know, how, how during COVID, yes. how, how are we getting together to do this healing? Because, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so Reiki is uh, something that can be shared, you know, if you were, if you could come to my home and I could put my hands in your head and your shoulders and your tummy and your feet with your permission, but uh, there's something called distance Reiki, and it is something wonderful that um, this, it's a, it, we can share this energy distantly, so it doesn't, Reiki doesn't know time or space, that's what I was told. It, and I always, and I do tell people, it's sort of like, you know, in Harry Potter, you know, when Harry, you know, Harry goes through a portal and then comes out in another place, um, it does sound like hocus pocus, but people do, do know, and you, you've experienced it yourself, that there's a way to send and share. Um, it, it's almost like we're sending it, but I, I was taught by my Reiki master, you know, we're bringing the other to us energetically and we're sharing sort of one aura and we're sharing this beautiful energy. And so that is how it is shared by kind of uni uniting our energy field. And so, you know, that's one way, that's one way we share it. And so, yes, with the intention, with, um, you know, knowing what, where, what, and also what I would love to share is that, yes, if you, if you want um, relaxation, um, there's, there's that energetic symbol that I can, I can focus on. I can say it in my mind. And I, my, the intention brings, they say, harmony to your, to your body. And if there's sorrow or grief, I can send and share this, this focus of love and compassion. That's what I wanted to say, Ellie. This is very compassionate work. And so, yes, during COVID, I can have a Zoom session with, with, with a client or, or on the phone. We can focus one-on-one. -on -one. We're, we're connecting. You know, so many people during this time feel alone, right, isolated, or they're lacking that really close um, connection. So through our, our hearts and our minds and just looking at each other and holding this space, sharing gentle energy, um, you know, someone feels real loved on, and um, it, it is a it's a it's a beautiful thing to share. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, thank you for sharing that. You know, you also work in the healing circle, the Reiki and healing arts circle. Can you tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit about the group work that's done and and walk us through that practice? Oh, sure. I would love to. Um, As soon as I became a Reiki master, um, I woke up the next day and I said, I would like to invite some other fellow Reiki masters who just just became uh, I was just called to to create something on on Zoom. Um, like I was kind of asking myself, how do how do I show up as this you know, new healer when I can't go to the to um, yoga centers and all this? So I just woke up saying I'd like to do a Zoom, and it was a stretch for me, <laughs> and I was gonna put it on on Facebook and all that. So I just did it. I I, I called in some other. Reiki masters, and we set up a time, and, you know, I invited people to come to the circle, and then I knew there was a, a yoga instructor, and there was, you know, I was so fascinated in, in all the different ways of healing, whether it's movement through chakra dance, or, you know, crystals, or whatever, and so, you know, basically, I, um, my Reiki and healing arts groups, I have I have guest healers of various backgrounds, you know, someone who sings or, you know, someone who shares about clairvoyance. And, and so they come on in and we have a, a Zoom circle and I open the circle with, a, you know, opening, setting the intention and introducing my guest and have an opening prayer. And, you know, sometimes we do meditations. Sometimes I share about Reiki and we have meditations or songs because through through music, through the voice or through the vibration of that music, there's so much movement and healing, right? That's already happening. And then I have my my guest healers share their beautiful work and I always ask them to guide us through, let us experience it, you know, share us a little bit what you do and 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 have us experience it so we, we kind of get a feeling of what it is. And if we like to pursue that more, we could get more information or we could, you know, work with them. And there's always a, you know, that meditation. It's coming together for inspiration and connection that it, in, in itself is very magical during this time of, you know, COVID when it's hard to go to get out and convene with other people, right? Totally. And I feel it's such an intimate um, experience to partake mm. in. Um, even though we don't know each other and we don't really as members talking to each other, that we are experiencing a common um, experience, a common experience in our own reflection. Um, uh, This Mm -hmm. is uh, off script, but um, in one of those sessions, you shared the, it's kind of like a prayer or like a, a thought on, you know, may I not feel anger, may I not have anxiety. Oh, Could you, do you know mm-hmm. which one I'm talking about? I was wondering, if, oh, yeah. is that, um, we say things in Japanese. I've never spoken Japanese. I've spoken other languages, but not Japanese. <laughs> but there's this just lovely oh. quality about saying these words oh. and phrases in Japanese. And then yes. the simplicity of the, oh. of the prayer or uh, uh, reflection on yeah. these words has a very long lasting uh, healing, oh. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad you're asking about that, Ellie. It's called, um, yeah, we call it in Japanese, gokai. 
and there are the five Reiki principles. And, um, you know, Usui, Usui Sensei, or Makao Usui, who was the, um, the founder, yeah, it, it, he he shared it with his uh, you know his students as a as a way of life. I think Reiki, for some of us, is a way of life, and so um, I I do say these. And I'd be happy to recite them and have you yes, repeat them after me. Oh, oh my gosh! Um, but for me, well, first of all, I lived in Japan for two and a half years. So when my Reiki master said these in Japanese. I could connect and fill in and go, whoa, I, that connected to me through a magical time where I was a young person in Japan. And then, yes, we do say these in English. And, you know, I might say them when I wake up. I say them when I, well, I used to be in traffic a lot, right, going to work, not so much anymore, but I would just say this. I would just say one line or two lines or three. Um, you know, whenever I need it, I could pull out these very, yes, very simple, basic principles for a healthy life so shall we say them together yes and it's kind of like a mantra for everybody yeah like a mantra in a different culture so let's do it i'm ready it is yeah so i i ask you know i just ask people to um put their hands in prayer position in the heart center you know that's where we have so much wisdom when we tap into the heart center and and this is um more of and what is so beautiful about this is we can breathe in And we get centered and breathe out. I ask people to inhale through their feet and just get beautiful earth energy, mother earth energy through their feet and through their bodies and through their heart and up through their head. And we just breathe out. And then I just ask people to repeat after me. So here we go. Kyo dake wa. Kyo dake wa. いいかるな。いいかるな。心配すな。心配すな。感謝して。感謝して。よおはがめ。よおはがめ。人に親切に。Can you repeat that one? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Hito ni shin set to me. Hito ni shin set to me. Yeah, we just breathe it in. Even though we don't know what it means, perhaps, there's just this energy of peace. And let's we'll say it in English now. Just for today. Just for today. I will not anger. I will not anger. Uh, I will not worry. I will not worry. I will be grateful. I will be grateful. I will do my duties with integrity and love. I will do my duties with integrity and love. I will be kind to every living creature. I will be kind to every living creature. And the other day, I, and sometimes I add, I will be kind to myself. Oh, it's beautiful. I will be kind to myself. I love it. it oh, my gosh. It just taps, you know, the beauty it, of, it taps into self-worth. And it taps into the connection mm. with all sentient beings. 
you know, mm-hmm. in an honorable and dignified way. It's such a beautiful practice. Yeah. And you know what is really beautiful is, you know, we're choosing, and I love it, just for today, just for now. It's not like we're making this big promise, promise like New Year's resolution for the whole year. Just for this day, just for this moment, we're turning from, we're deciding to go from anger, worry, fear, and we're going to turn to something more you know, helpful, more uplifting, more healthy for our body, higher vibration, gratitude, and putting love in the duties, the things we need to do. I mean, if you can imagine, you know, in an Asian, in, or, you know, in Japan or the Asian culture, the duty, the duty, but do it with integrity, with meaning. And those everyday things like, you know, washing dishes or doing laundry, we can put love into that, right? And then being kind. Yes, we are connected to every living thing and kindness is so healing for everyone, right? Yeah, it really has a very uh, mindfulness practice. It's a mindful practice. Um, It's really weird Mm -hmm. because um, it's almost interwoven into the mantras, into the principles um, in a very light way, just by saying simple words like in this moment, on this day, in Mm -hmm. this moment. And um, the concept of gratitude to be in present in the moment and being very aware of what you're interacting with. And um, also, mm-hmm. I really appreciate the integrity and dignity that arises uh, from this, uh, this mantra or, or prayer principles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, wow, you know, we've, we've, we've shared so many beautiful things. And I just want to invite our listeners to tune in for the next podcast with Kathy Brooke Wong. You know, Kathy's actually a hospice angel. And during this time of COVID, with so much suffering and so many deaths, um, it really provides the opportunity to provide, um, to offer healing to others who are going through this time. So she's going to be sharing with us an amazing podcast about the, the juxtaposition of grief and joy and her insight into the portal of gratitude and dealing with that and her experience as a hospice angel. Um, in addition, I just want to give a plug for another podcast where she will tell us about her work with crystals and aromatherapy as ways to really move the energy forward and ignite the process of healing in others. So those are two things that are coming up that I'm really excited about. Thank you, Kathy, for offering those to us. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited, Ellie. <laughs> um, My pleasure. Thank you. I just want to leave everyone with some contact information. As always, I will have this contact information in our show notes. But just for those who are curious, um, Kathy uh, does have a website. It's www.onwingsofjoy.com. Um, I found her website very uh, interesting. She has beautiful photographs and a little bit more information about her. You can reach Kathy at KB Wong, that's W O N G, nine zero at gmail.com. You can also find her Facebook group. It's called On Wings of Joy. And on there, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Kathy, but I believe you have information on your Reiki and healing circles. Is that correct? Actually, at this time, I don't, but I have oh. uh, my son and I, <laughs> during, um, during my winter break, I'm going to be adding information about the, the healing art circles and also 
having some recordings from the uh, healing art circles I've been having since, um, you know, May. Uh, but if people would like to know more information and they're all invited, I have some wonderful healing art circles next year, starting on January 10th. It will be Reiki and Power Animals. On January 24th, we Reiki and Ho'oponopono, which is with a, a friend uh, who's a shaman in Hawaii. And we have self-healing massage and clairvoyance and some other juicy topics. Um, but if they like, they're all invited to these. They can email me at this point, And within a few weeks, I will have that up there so they can find out about the dates. And also on Facebook, if they look up Kathy Brooke Wong, or they even do Reiki plus power animals, for example, they'll see the invitations on, on Facebook. That sounds great. Thank you so much for sharing uh, that with us. All right. Well, that concludes our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to being with you all again. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. That concludes the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It's a pleasure having you on the podcast. This podcast is available on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast platform. If you haven't done so, please rate and review the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Additionally, if you haven't downloaded that JoyScore app, I really um, encourage you to do so. It's a wonderful app with a lot of tools and tips that really help decrease um, stress and increase a sense of well-being and hopefully bring you a higher sense of joy. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Bye.